The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. And thank you for joining us on this Thursday morning. As we take a few minutes in God's Word, I want to commend you for making God's Word part of your day. Uh, Whether you're watching this live with us at 11, uh, whether you're watching this later in the day or catching this uh, on audio, uh, we really appreciate you being part of this. By the way, if you do watch this, um, but audio might be an easier format, we do record all of these in audio as well. We uh, post them uh, so you can find them on Apple, Apple Podcasts, you find them on Spotify, find them on TuneIn, Amazon, uh, pretty much at Google, pretty much any of the major podcast platforms. You just uh, search up Source of Truth under podcasts and you'll find ours and they go back over a year of different books. We've done different books of the Bible that we've gone through and so if you'd like to look back at one of those and walk through different sections, uh, uh, we're not going to redo them, but a great opportunity to go back. You can watch them on YouTube. I'll go to our website, bensalembaptist.org, or uh, just go through and find your favorite platform for podcasts, and those will be there. And uh, we appreciate just the opportunity. We, we're glad to have the opportunity, the information there. If it be helped to you, we encourage you to go take advantage of it. Today we're going to start, we're done with Psalm 119, and we're going to jump into Psalm 120. And like many of the Psalms that we have studied, uh, there is a reoccurring theme or something that we have heard David say more than once. Um, and so the question, my, my first question arises when we study passages like this, is you may ask a question, why the repetition? Why is it they're just constantly uh, similar things, the same things over and over? Uh, I think one of the things we can look at is one of the great aspects of that truth is the fact that what we're going to see in a second, you know, battles and struggles and things in our life, they don't just come once. Uh, you don't just say, I've solved this problem. Sometimes the same problem be, can be reoccurring. Sometimes trials and battles, this one's over, and a few a year later, next one or whatever. Uh, it, it, there is never going to be a time in our Christian life or in our life in general to where this problem has been solved and we can move on you know, away from problems in general. And, and so we understand that a lot of times there's some repetition in the things that we need for prayer. But one of the things you see when things have been repeated in Scripture, generally one of the one of the many aspects you can have from that is emphasis. That God is emphasizing the truths that we find in that passage. And so we're going to look today, and I'll be honest with you, I really think that if all we did is recognize the truths of verse number 1 of chapter 120, that would be enough. Uh, we'll break down a few more, but that would be enough for us today that if we could say, if we could understand in every day, what the principles and the truths from just verse 1 are of chapter 120, I think it would be a huge help. So let's look at that verse. Psalm 120, verse number 1. In my distress, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. I'm, I'm going to just start with these last four words, and he heard me. I think that sometimes we come in prayer, and there's a lot of times of, Lord, do you hear me? Do you understand what's going on? Do you care? And please understand, if you're a Christian, we all can come to this from a theological standpoint. What I mean is understanding of Scripture, that God has promised to not leave us, forsake us. He's omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. He's everywhere. He can hear everything. He knows everything. And in His sovereignty, we know that God can hear us, and God does hear us. But I think we know practically. What we need to look at practically is, and we can see this in human relationships. There's a difference between someone who can hear me and someone who does. Today we would use the phrase someone who can hear me, but someone who is listening. 
Uh, you may be in conversation with someone who has the physical ability to be able to hear you, but due to distractions or just due to the fact they've chosen not to, they're not listening. There's a big difference there, and that's, that's really what we look at, is that sometimes they're just not listening. Uh, which, let me tell you, listening implies caring. Listening implies having a love for the person who's speaking, an interest in what they're talking about, a desire to be a help, a desire to lend an ear, to take up their time. That's what we're referencing here. And that's what David is saying in this passage. In the midst of one of his battles, one of the times that he's come over and over and over. By the way, one of the reasons he came over and over and over was the time, we're guessing this is the time of Saul, when Saul was chasing him. And if that's true, that wasn't a one-day thing. It wasn't a one-week thing. It was an extended period of time. And so because of that, we can look at the fact that many times David found himself, as some would say, in a melancholy position, somewhat depressed, somewhat discouraged, wondering, Lord, I've done right. I'm following you. I just don't understand why this just continues, why it won't go away, and why it just seems like expanding. And I think sometimes we can get to the point we feel like, okay, Lord, I've learned everything I need to learn from this season of life. I'm ready for the next. And he's like, well, I know what's coming next. and no, you're not ready for it. Sunday morning, we preached a message, and the message in the title, This Storm Will Not Destroy You. There was a line that, was, that I found, I put in there, and it's something that I read from several years ago. But it's an interesting point. When we get to some times in our storm, in our battles, we can become convinced because the battle or the storm or the season of life seems to be longer than we expect it to be or longer than we want it to be or just seems to be too long, we can begin to believe that maybe it's not God, it's we have failed and we've messed up and or God doesn't care anymore. We can come to all these human conclusions as to why we're still in that season. And so what we can look at that and say in the midst of those, the premise is we're probably not that we failed or God doesn't care. We just are still in the midst of the storm. And we think, Lord, wow, it's still going. Here's the key. We don't know the lengths of the seasons we're in. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes, there's, a, there's times for everything, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to all these different things. And simply, he's talking about seasons of life. And if you look at the four seasons right now, you're going to say there's parts about our seasons we love, parts we don't. We are at the end of January, and, and, and it's a suit to the normal end of January. It's cold outside, and uh, there is a potential nor'easter about to hit us Friday into Saturday, which could bring us two to 15 inches of snow. You just never know on these. And it's going to shut down all kinds of things. It'd just be, frankly, inconvenient for the next three to four days. When we look at all of that, that's a part of the season. Some my kids, my, my son's like, I hope we get a foot of snow. He shovels. He makes money off of this. Loves it. To him, it's exciting. To me, I don't want a foot of snow. I just don't want it. I, I, don't, I love snow. I just, a foot's a little bit much. Here, here's the premise. This is the part of the season I'm not a big fan of. But in a few weeks, when it be over, spring will come. You see, then we'll get to spring, and I'll love the season of spring. But eh, not a big fan of all the extra rain. Here's the thing. We can come to every part of every season, and we can say, I love this part. But there's always something in every season that eh, probably, you know, summer's nice to have the sunshine, but it can be hot. You see my point? Uh, what we can look at, we can, if you're, not, if you're not careful, you can so focus yourself on the negative of the season you're in, you miss what God's trying to teach. And so in this, David said, in the midst of all of this, he goes back to the first verse, in my distress, so we realize where he's at. This is not just a time of no big deal. This is not just a time where it's easy. He is in distress. He, he, other verses in here say, he says, verse 2, Deliver my soul, Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. What should be given unto thee, and what should be done unto them, thou false tongue? So he talks about, Lord, my battle is the fact that there are people lying about me. Uh, probably... People in the kingdom trying to defend Saul and go, oh, def defend, if it is Saul, and this is the time he's running from Saul, they might be defending Saul's attack against David. And so in doing that, what they've done 
is uh, they have to lie about David to justify the actions of Saul. And maybe that's happened to you. Someone's lying about you to justify their own actions. Maybe not. Maybe you're just living in all these absolute untruths. Maybe a, something's happened in your life, someone lied, and it's been of adverse effect to you. There could be a lot of different circumstances that, have, that are nothing at all like what David's going through. And your situation's unique. That's what we have to come to. You don't have to be in the same situation as David to learn what, David's, what, we're, what we're being taught here. In distress... All of us are there at some point. Here's what he does. I cried unto the Lord. Now, we mentioned that not that long ago. The aspect of crying. We left yesterday. The aspect of crying to come. And obviously, there is distress in that tone. There is discouragement in that tone. Sometimes there's frustration. There I see sometimes anger in that tone. Because we don't. It just doesn't make sense. In our human minds, we see what we believe God's going to do. We hope God's going to do. And we see where we are now. And what we do is begin to say, Lord, it just doesn't make sense. And we can begin to create our own conclusions. Now, here's what I believe happens if we're not careful in this scenario. I think what happens is we get to the scenario to where we don't understand why we're here, or we don't understand why this is still long going on, or why God hasn't moved on or moved us to the next season. All of these different things go through our mind. And what happens is our mind begins to think something, and Satan begins to remind us, well, you know what? You're not really in a season. God's not teaching you. God just doesn't love you anymore. God doesn't care. He doesn't care you're there. And it's easy to begin to believe that. And he'd say, you know what, just give up on God. Just, you know, you're just going to have to take care of yourself. God doesn't really care. If he did, he would, he would take care of you better. And since obviously he's not, he doesn't care. You just need to go on. And that's what he would want us, that's what Satan would want us to believe. And it, it can easily get that way. And his point, he said, listen, in these times, in these times of extreme distress, I have cried unto you. And then he reminds him, and he heard me. I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. I know that. There's a confidence in the fact that God has not left me alone. While there's been silence and while the season's standing on longer than I thought, he has not ignored me. And that's the confidence we hold on to. Um, Verse 7, he says this, I am for peace. When I speak peace, I'm sorry, that's a different verse I was looking at. That's referring, and we'll talk about that later, referring where he's at. Simply, what we're looking at this point is that David, throughout many times, has made a commitment to say, I know that, Lord, no matter how dark the season may be, I trust you. Trust is not something we hand out easily. Frankly, we tell across the world how you know, trust needs to be earned. And it does. But in the Lord, he's earned it. He earned it by being God. He's earned it by the cross. He's earned it by more things than we can ever imagine. But he is God, and we know he's loving, and we can trust him. So the key is to place our trust in him. As the Solomon said in Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not, or don't lean, or don't put your weight on your own understanding of what's going on. And that's what we need to focus on right there. So whatever circumstance you're in right now, uh, and you think maybe God's not listening. I promise you he's listening. He's hearing. Maybe there are things we need to get right. Maybe there's things we need to grow and things we need to change in our perspective. But ultimately, that's part of this time is learning about ourselves and learning about God. But remember, God's not just left you alone to deal with this on your own. God is there. If you will continue to cry to him and speak to him and allow him to show himself and show his plan in the midst of these sometimes uncomfortable seasons. Thanks again for joining us on this Thursday morning. We really appreciate the chance to be part of your day and the opportunity to share the Word of God. I truly enjoy it. hope it's a help. hope it's an encouragement. And I hope it's something that will inspire you and encourage you in your walk with God. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next time.